broadcasting worldwide on internet radio. Refreshing takes on legal strategies. Straightforward answers to difficult tax questions. Independent ideas on building wealth. It's the Refresher Wealth Show with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. Get your free copy of Mark and Matt's ebooks and sign up for their weekly free newsletter with important tax deadlines and articles at refreshyourwealth.com. Now, here's Mark and Matt. Welcome, everyone, to the Refresh Your Wealth Show with Mark Kohler and Matt Sorensen. Trying to mix up my cadence there today, throw you off, you know, get a little, uh, I don't want to get too comfortable. Like, I've already heard this podcast. Now it's a new show, guys. New show today. Um, well, this is, uh, is going to be you're, a fun you're, show I'll, today. I'll, yeah, I'll just say your voice coach is doing great things because, uh, you know, that boring, monotone voice that you normally have. Oh, sorry. Was that my inside voice? Sorry. I've been, I've been training, guys. Don't think that this is, you know, you just I just get on this podcast and just start talking, okay? All right. Yeah. I mean, I've been, you get you know, game on. Yeah. I've been doing some reading, a little bit of training, a little bit of coaching. Nothing wrong with that. No. Got to take it to the next level. Matt Sorensen. That's yeah. what he's about. Now, the other problem, though, is you got to have topics that are actually interesting. And, man, uh, we got one for you today. Oh, yeah. We've tricked you. We have tricked all of you that saw in the podcast description you know, a view from heaven or no, what is it? View from heaven could be hell. Yeah. View from heaven. Sorry. Let's do that over Dylan. That's right. We've tricked all of you. We've tricked you into listening to this podcast because we put down the description view from heaven could be hell. And you're thinking, what could this be? I'm a church going, you know, religious person and so, you know, what, what's, what are they talking about? Well, we've tricked you because guess what? You could get in heaven and look down and see this disaster of all these hard-earned business assets and real estate you've been building get squandered by your family and the lawyers and government. and blah. Well, we made a YouTube video on this, mm-hmm. and it's pretty hot. It's going viral. And someone said, you know what? You need to do behind-the-scenes from a view from heaven could be hell video and just really let your listeners know, you know, the Hollywood version. Yeah. Cause this, I mean, the video is really based on true life stories. It is. I mean, let's be real. These things and these little scenes in the video and the clips, we're going to talk about them uh, as we go to the show today. I mean, this is for real stuff. This is happening to people in their state, in their family. And, um, it's, it's sad. It's, it's sad. And it's, you know, we're going to make fun of it today. Let's, I mean, just warning, you know, so, uh, turn off your, uh, you know, if you, turn, your sensitivity, tone, yeah, exactly. turn, turn the sensitivity <laughs> down a little bit today. Cause, uh, uh we got to try and keep it light, but it's, it, we, I do want to say we recognize it's a serious topic, but we want to, uh, try and keep it edutainment as usual on the refresh your wealth show. Yeah, no, a great, great disclaimer, Matt, because I'll sometimes make a lot of, uh, insensitive, some would say insensitive jokes about oh death and yeah what it might look like in a messy situation and i have some really fun stories and jokes about it and someone that just dealt with a passing of a loved one or got that 
mm-hmm. visit from a doctor with a terminal illness scenario or one of your family or friends is going through cancer. I mean, uh, the, the list goes on and on, right? So it, it's a tough topic to keep it light because people don't want to talk about it. And so we're going to have yeah. fun. So just just relax, you know, and take it with a grain of salt. If you're in mm-hmm. that situation, we love you. Our heart goes out to you. But maybe this is a motivation for you personally to kind of yeah. get your crap together. Yeah. And Mark and I were trying to think of the topic. Mark told me, you know, we've usually done uh, you know, why you need to get your estate plan done, you know. <laughs> Boring. Mark's like, I'm not going to listen to a podcast from my dentist saying why you need to brush your teeth. You know, it's like yeah, we've heard it. We know. But leave me alone. Give me some. Give, let's, we're going to try and approach it from a different angle today. We'll we'll see if it works. You be the judge. You guys decide. Yeah. Um, but thanks so much for listening. If you're new to the show, uh, what we talk about is uh, protecting your assets, building wealth, minimizing taxes. That's what we're all about on the show. And how your state's going to pass, of course, is a big part of that. So that's today's topic du jour. And we want to make sure you're aware of where you can find the show. Our more information, go to refreshyourwealth.com where you can sign up for the newsletter, get information about Mark and I and our different firms and all the things we got going. Um, that's the, really the best place to go if you're following the show, refreshyourwealth.com. And uh, I, I um, like we, really, we really appreciate all you guys that do follow it and also sign up for the newsletter. I just want to – I'm going to plug that a couple times today, uh, but make sure you sign up for the newsletter. We're really delivering a lot of good t- content there. And you get updates on the show, upcoming shows too. I like it. Now, what's the soup du jour? The soup du jour today is estate planning with, the, oh, I with a sprinkle, that was, I a sprinkle of – that was a dumb and dumber quote. You got what do you say when I say sure. <laughs> So let's try it again. Okay. I don't okay. remember the answer though. <laughs> oh, I'll worry about that. Okay. Oh, you forgot your answer. <laughs> I forgot my line. <laughs> am I Lloyd Christmas? Who am I? You know, there's, I <laughs> there's a process here. Okay, yes. You are the waitress. I'm the waitress. Yeah, so what's the soup to shore? And you say, uh, the soup of the day. <laughs> mm, that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So, you know, we try people. We, oh. we you know, we got to do more rehearsals for the show because yeah. this is, it's going downhill. Okay. Now tax and legal tips, people. This is, this is a, for those that just, I, you know, there's folks that tell me, Mark, I just listened to the first half of the show because that's all I can tolerate. And I want the tax and legal tip. And then I'm off. I'm like, come on. There's some good stuff in the second half of the show, but we're going to hit our <laughs> tax and legal tip now. So, uh, do you, do you feel in it? You want to go first or do you want me to, I, you're doing tax tip today. I guess I'm legal tip. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're a little, you know, wearing a different pair of clothes today, you know, a little different outfit today for each of us. I'm going to do the, I'm ready for the tax tip. Okay. This is fire away. I'm ready. A tax tip you can actually understand and won't put you to sleep. A tax tip that could save you thousands. And that that tax tip guitar riff is just so much better. So, okay, now this is a big one. I was speaking yesterday at the Scottsdale Area Association of Realtor Commercial Forum, their big education event. Of course, talking about self-directed IRAs investing in commercial real estate. Um, It was a, a great time over there, I have to say. One, but I was out there learning too. And um, one of the big things coming down the pipeline for real estate, if you haven't heard yet, is something called Opportunity Zone Tax Incentive. Now, this is from the new tax law. I mean, guys, all these changes that happened in the tax law at the end of 2017. Oh. It, it's just like there's so much, so much in there. It's and the gift that keeps giving, man. It really is. And this one was <laughs> such a little, I mean, this was such a delicious gift. 
You know, this is like the one in the stocking that you weren't, you just kind of skipped over it. And you, yeah. then you look back in the stocking, you're shaking it out and you're like, boom. Yeah. Later I in the scored. day, you know, this yeah, is like a $500 lunch. gift card or something, you know, <laughs> and you're like a teenager. You're like, dang score. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. This is called opportunity zone tax incentive. I'm just going to give you a few highlights on this. I don't want to dominate the show with the tax tip. I could, I love this one. But we're going to have an article in the newsletter next week on the topic, so go there for more information. We'll have a lot more comprehensive info and, and have it outlined better. But here's the, here's the important part why I want you to know this. This is basically like a supercharged 1031. It's a tax deferral mechanism where if you have a gain, a capital gain on anything, stock. Not just real estate. Not just real estate. Stock. Okay. Real estate. Sell the business. And you want to roll that gain over into new real estate. In, in areas that are called opportunity zones, I'll talk about that, you get a deferral up until 2026 of the taxes. Now, here's an important point. You do not have to roll over the entire proceeds of the sale, just the gain part. So mm. if I had a capital gain of only, uh, you know, I sold a property, let's say I sold stock for $300,000 and 100,000 of that was gain, I can keep the 200, you know, that was essentially my basis, and I only have to roll over the gain part. The 100,000, which is different than like a 1031 exchange, for example. So that's a huge little perk. You only need to put in the gain part and you get this tax deferral up until 2026. Now, this might get extended too. You never know. But it's up until 2026 right now. And not only do you get a deferral of that gain until 2026, but you also get an increase in, or sorry, you get a reduction in your gain of up to 10% if you hold it during that entire time period until 2026. So not only do you get to defer it, you get to shave it down too by 10%. So I paid less tax and I've had to pay it eight years later. So this is a huge, huge area. Um, what you have to look for if you want to invest, and this is real estate in opportunity zone areas, every state governor um, got to designate areas in their state that would qualify this for this and uh, the areas that the government had some requirements on what it was, they need to be, you know, low income areas that kind of needed redevelopment. And, uh, and those areas are all mapped out for the states that have already submitted, like Arizona, where I'm at, California. Many states have already got these things on the map. And you can Google this right now and see what real estate would qualify for this. Yeah. And if you wanted to know where all the new mobile home parks are going, this is it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, so uh, this, buckle up. Now, we have had entire shows dedicated to mobile homes. So for those of you living in a home that can hitch up to your truck at any moment, I don't want to, you know, be rude. This I'm just joking around. But the beauty of this is it is helping develop areas of the states. And they left it up to governors because they're closer to the ground so they can see what areas of the state, counties, cities that have kind of these dilapidated areas. And so it's kind of like the go zone. If you remember back when Katrina hit yeah. in New Orleans, you know, we needed in, that was one of the best ways they rebuilt New Orleans was by giving all these real estate investors incentives. And so now they're saying, hey, go, go redevelop this little area that needs some help. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And like even in Arizona, just to give you an example, um, it's not like, you know, it's not really just the slums. It's not like bad areas. I mean, there's areas in Scottsdale, Arizona, for example, that are part of this that qualify. There's areas what? in Tempe over by ASU and by huge commercial buildings and very well-developed commercial areas that qualify. 
So I don't know if there was, you know, how much lobbying went on at the state level for this. My sense is probably a, a quite a bit um, for any of the savvy people that were on this. But um, but you can go check out the maps. I, in fact, I was even talking to a client just yesterday about this um, as I saw this. And we were looking up on the map because he had just bought a commercial project that he's looking to turn around. It's a bigger commercial project. And he was like seven blocks off he was so close actually to being uh. within it and he was just outside of it but um this will be a big thing coming out um again check the newsletter next week there'll be more detail on this um how the funds work they're called o funds but this could just be a little llc you know that owns the property as long as 90 percent of the property is in the uh opportunity zone area wow well i, I i'm still caught up on the uh the uh, dilapidated ghetto of Scottsdale. I'm not sure where that's at. Is that the homes that are selling for less than 500,000 and it's a brand new Honda Accord in the driveway? That's the, I mean, that's the residential area, but it's kind of where the massage parlors are and um, uh, you know, oh, you know, the liquor stores and the, uh, it's that area of Scottsdale that uh, the city would, would like to um, see change. I think see those million dollar homes in Bentleys. That's what they're after. That's right. Yeah. Or, or maybe like a Starbucks and a, uh, you know, a target. They'd rather have that than the massage parlor and the liquor store. I don't know. Just, you know simple yeah. things. The simple you things. can go to Mesa for that. I mean, come on. <laughs> Easy on Mesa, bro. Easy. I'm sorry. That's that's Matt's uh, city county of residence. Is Mesa a county or is it still Marico- it's a, Maricopa? It's, a, it's, yeah, it's just Maricopa. It's just a city. Okay. Yeah. Boy, Maricopa is a big county. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. Wow. Okay. Well, I just alienated part of my Arizona <laughs> listeners. They're like, don't you know Maricopa County? You know, I'd leave that to Matt. You know, Matt. Matt's kind of the resident yeah. of Phoenix. You know, he knows what's going on down there. I got it. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to hit the legal tip now. A legal tip that you can actually use. A legal tip where you don't feel like you have to take a shower after. All right. Well, my legal tip is a really, really important one for those out there that are business owners that have employees. Now, again, every tax and legal tip we do don't doesn't apply to everybody. Um, so don't be frustrated if you're thinking, oh, that doesn't hit me you know, in the right way. But you know, this might be a very important tip that you can share with your family, friends, or business associates or keep in mind for the future. So just in the last, I guess it was yesterday, the day before, I had a phone call with a client. And he was like, Mark, Mark, I, I, I want to retain these employees. We're growing. Things are going well. I don't, I can't pay him more per se because we're still trying to make a pretty, you know, a good profit. But I just can't throw more money at him. He said, Why don't um, I give him some stock? Give him some ownership. And I was like, Rip, rip, stop, stop. No, let's not go down that path. Yeah. And I suggested a some sort of incentive plan agreement, an employee stock bonus or an employee bonus agreement. Uh, executive bonus agreement. You can give it different terms, but agree. come up with an agreement where, here's the trick, is you don't give them equity or ownership right on the spot. First, you say you can have a percentage of the annual profit as if they were an owner. So they might get 5% of profit, 10% of profit, or whatever figure you want, or even a percentage of profit above our baseline. So if we grow now from here to next year, you can have 20% of that increase. So there's like this incentive to increase profit bottom line, and you can put together some sort of equation that incentivizes them to do more, not just, oh, you get 5% of profit, and then they sit back and don't make anything better. So you might want to create a baseline. And then the second piece of it can be an equity type incentive where it says, 
if you're with us when I sell the business five years, 10 years from now, or 15 years from now, when I sell the business, uh, you can have 5% of the sales price. Uh, after, and you could come up with some equation again after, you know, uh, of the taxable gain or, you know, after debts are paid off, come up with some sort of equation. And we, and we set these up all the time, but we'll come up with some math that makes sense to you. And it's, a, and it's a really big benefit to the employee because they're excited. And I always like to have a little vesting schedule that says, but you only get the buyout, um, bonus if you stay with us the next five years. And also it may even say, and you've got to complete your continue to complete your duties. And frankly, I want you to have an escape hatch. I mean, if they don't pull through and you fire them, it, it's, it, they lose it. So they're highly motivated to stay with you, to continue to perform adequately. And, and you want to not, you know, rip the rug out from under them in some unethical ways, but you want to put some golden handcuffs on them that if they stay, they get this ongoing profit piece and possible equity on the back end. But in summary, you just don't give ownership to your employees. You can come up with these bonus type programs, incentive programs that are part of a written contract that are very clear and they can put it in their drawer and they're excited and it can be really a strong, powerful tool to build your business. So Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of key employees, you know, they're driving value to your business. I mean, for them, they just want to know, you know, that they're part of the plan. They want to know what's the future. Am I going to be rewarded for the hard work I put in? And you want to confirm with them, you know, and let them know, yes, you know, you're part of the future. Um, you're going to be rewarded for your efforts. And that keeps them motivated to keep, you know, excelling and, and doing well, you know, because these are the only people, you know, those who are really excelling in your business that you would even offer this to. But uh, that's, I agree, that's an excellent solution. Be very, very careful about giving employees ownership. They can cause a lot of issues. They get voting rights problems. Obviously, they, they'd have the ability to look at all the finances and know where every dime spent as an owner. So the big, big red flag area there, unless you're ready to make someone a partner. And sometimes that's a different conversation. Sometimes yeah. it's like, you know what? I'm ready to make someone a partner. I want this person to take over the business when I go. Very different conversation. Yeah, and it's interesting. In law firms nowadays, it's just involved in the last 10 to 15 years is they have non-equity partners. Because those, yeah, <laughs> yeah leave it to dogs. a lawyer. To, yeah, leave it to a lawyer, a cheap lawyer, to find another, you know, yeah. way around this. And so they they'll give partners profit partners, and then there's equity partners. And and you're like, geez, I spent 15 years working my way up the ladder, and I got to work another five to get equity, and then you got to buy in. And I mean, it's just like this. Ugh. That's yeah. why I hate big law firms. But <laughs> anyway, that's a whole other topic. All right. Well, uh, should we get to the soup du jour of the day? Yeah. Yeah, Matt, what is the soup du jour? That's the soup of the day. Mmm, sounds good. <laughs> okay. See, that was a hit. That went perfect. That okay. was that was excellent. We, you know. Yeah, as if we were as this as if we rehearsed it. Okay, now so here's here's what our show is based on is on this killer YouTube video that we would hope all of you <laughs> the bad would choice share. of the, words. Yeah. What, what oh is that a bad choice of words? <laughs> killer video. <laughs> oh yeah, no pun intended today. Okay, but here's <laughs> Thank you. See, I, I'm so good at puns. I don't even know when I'm throwing them down. Okay. <laughs> they just happen. You don't even. <laughs> they just happen. They just it's natural. Okay. But what, what we, we, you know, we're just geeky lawyers, uh, accountants that we try to find fun ways to produce a video. And sometimes these are our brainchilds in the middle of the night and then we shoot, run into the office and get our, you know, a video team that's part time, you know, call them out of the, out of the, out of the, uh, uh, 
the, the lineup to come out and shoot something. And so we, we came up with this idea for this, you know, what would it look like from heaven down and it, and it could be hell, you you know, your view from heaven down at hell. Cause it's just a nightmare what you're looking at. And so we came up with this fun, creative video and we're hoping if you can get over to YouTube and, um, just you can search KQS lawyers, estate planning, Mark Kohler estate, Matt Sorensen estate, and it'll come up and it's in our newsletter. But, uh, you know, it's a fun video. Share it, please. And and so we want to tell you how we came up with that. So, so Matt, I, why don't you throw down the first section of the video where we really have some kind of a, a little bit of a nightmare. All right. So here's how the video starts. So you died. <laughs> All right, so it's got a scene, you're at your funeral, there's a casket there, and you kind of, you know, go up to heaven and you start looking down. Now, the first thing you're going to check on from heaven, looking down, of course, is your kids, right? But let's say you're looking down, you know, on earth, you're up in heaven, and you got, you know, your one kid went out and bought a fast car, uh, the next kid's out at the dance club all night long, you know, buying him or herself and everyone else drinks and squandering all the money. The next one thinks, Psh, I got all this cash. Why don't I just play poker? And I can, you know, I can be a professional poker player. Why not? They're, they're out in Vegas. So, and you know, you're, you're a very proud parent up in heaven right now, looking down and obviously <laughs> feeling devastated. So that's, that's scene one. Yeah. I like it. Scene one clip clap clapper, but uh, I what I think is important to note the disclaimer too for those of you that don't have children yet there's more to come so this is just scene one uh, so don't feel left out if you are single or with no children either or we've got some more good stuff here but um, I think that that was an important scene one because there's a lot of nightmare stories that we see on a regular basis of people that uh, come in and are like what can I do I, I don't want to uh, I don't want to just throw this money in these kids' laps, and, and I don't think they're ready for it. And I'm going to share it. This, mm -hmm. I, Matt, I haven't told you the story. This is a, ooh, like I tell you, we try to keep it light, but there's some, yeah. you know, there's some tragedy involved in a lot of these stories. I probably say this is real deal. This really happens. Yeah. This stuff. So, mm. yeah, this this was a, um, a oh boy. I'm going to just throw this down because it hit close to home. Was so we were hiring a new employee about five months ago, six months ago, and we were doing a bunch of interviews and la, 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 la. And it was for, um, a, a kind of an accounting technician, internet programmer position. Anyway, we thought we interviewed a bunch of folks and, and then it turned, turned out we got a good, good guy, you know? And so really excited about that hire and he's been doing great here at the firm. Well, about a month and a half ago, uh, there was a guy that committed suicide here in town and we were like, you know, you, you hear about this and you're like, oh, and he, they had like four or five kids and, and the picture, you know, comes out on the, in, on the news and in the internet, uh, on the news channel. And it's a guy that we interviewed mm. for this position. And so everybody in the office, like, oh my gosh, he was just here. And, you know, and so you, you think a little more about like, wow, yeah. you know, what was it like? What was he like? And gosh, to know that what's going through that person's head when that happens. Well, lo and behold, he was fighting some depression issues and this and that. He was also having an affair and all this stuff mm -hmm. starts to come out. And four weeks later, his wife kills herself, oh. commits suicide. And the oldest daughter found her come home from school and her mom's there. I leave it at that. It was just unbelievable, wow. unbelievable, tragic. 
And a lot of this town, they've had a couple fundraisers in town. The aunt and uncle took the kids. The kids, I can't imagine the therapy they're going to go through. And they started a GoFundMe, and it's been kind of a little, you know, town rally cry to yeah. help out these kids. And um, the I've been in, I was asked by one of the uh, uh, relations to uh, help out with maybe a trust for the kids and, and try mm-hmm. to figure out some issues here of how we can make sure these kids aren't going to have a, 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 there's not going to be a third story, which mm-hmm. is, and here's the problem. They created a GoFundMe for the kids. Okay, now when do they get that money? They start getting it when they're 18. It's not in a crafty way where they it's held for college or it's helped mm-hmm. to help them start a business. And there's no strings because there was no estate plan. And so uh, that's the biggest worry now is everybody's trying to raise money. But then the, as soon as they write a check, they're like, well, who's getting this? When do they get it? And people that are smart and wise are going, what the heck? I don't know if I want to give these kids money. So at age 18, they can go blow it. And what's mm-hmm. the, you know, what are they going to be going through emotionally after this tragedy of their parents both committing suicide? I mean, I can't, I'm, anyway. So that, again, is another situation of yeah. how this plays out. I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, we had, you know, I remember years ago, we had a client that um, had, uh, passed away a, a mother and son was beneficiary on life insurance was in college and uh, gets the ins- life insurance proceeds and is, you know, college age kid goes and buys an Escalade, you know, and what school? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, of course you needed that, but, um, you know, we want, I, and I think money can cause problems. Obviously it solves problems and it can help people, but if it's not structured properly, if there's not restrictions on it, particularly for, you know, these 18, these kind of these formative years of people starting to learn how to be an adult, um, it, it's caused a lot of financial ruin and it, and and a lot of, you know, let's be honest, alcohol and drug addiction, a lot of things that can come with having access to that money at a young age and no more parental supervision. So yeah. um, now, here, of course, in your state plan, you can put restrictions on the money. You can say if I'm if I pass hold away, it. Don't, don't give away scene three. You're giving oh. away scene three. Oh, Gosh. We, oh, we got to come back to that. OK. Yeah, yeah. this is a major state of the end, Hollywood. guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is, you know, we're, we're doing our, you know, this is a AMC documentary on the making of Jaws. This is the making oh, of the YouTube okay. video. Where do we go? OK, so now we got scene two. So scene two, mm-hmm. <laughs> husband or wife looking down from heaven and their spouse marries the worst nightmare. Could be that younger woman, think Scottsdale. Uh, it could be uh, <laughs> not Old, in Mesa. What happened woman, in Mesa? No. Only in, yes. yeah. uh-huh. And then, then you've also got the um, woman getting uh, married to the younger man or a man that might have some ulterior motives with a woman with a big pay, uh, checkbook. And all sorts of things could happen. So it's not just the male or female. It's It's very gender neutral in this issue because you could be up in heaven and your spouse is down below marrying the wrong person without a prenup and all of a sudden your money is getting blown that you maybe have hoped to go to children or to charity or wherever and maybe not even to your spouse because a black widow has grabbed it. Ah. The black widow. <laughs> the black widow being then your spouse dies and the new spouse gets, gets all the everything. money. Yeah, there's and a movie. The, and the kids and the kids get nothing. Yeah. 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 So nobody likes a black widow. So yeah. what you need to obviously and, and again, we're gonna get to how your state plan solves this, but 
Um, I, I've seen this. I have to say, I've seen this. I've had cases about this. I don't want to get into too much detail, uh, you know, because I think there's clients that feel uncomfortable with me sharing this, and I can understand why. <laughs> but, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, let me say, I've had this. I've represented. I've been on both sides of this, actually, with clients fighting over states that, you know, uh, one of the spouses passes away, the surviving spouse marries the younger version, and, you know, the kids are like, well, what's happening now? Are we getting anything or not? I mean, uh, is this new, you know, spouse going to get everything? Where are we sitting? And so that's something your estate plan would, would certainly handle and discuss. Yeah. And I, you know, we can definitely keep this general in nature. Never, ever would we reveal a client's name, even in a private consult, to give an example. But I remember, Matt, you had that case. We've had both sides of this. Yeah. I remember the case, though, of that younger woman in her 20s that married the 80-year-old guy yeah. that she was taking care of. He left her everything. And then the big question was, did they consummate the marriage? It was like a total Anna Nicole story at the KKOS office. <laughs> and uh, Matt was right there, Johnny on the spot, defending this case. And Yeah, and we won, of course. So, But, yeah, yeah it was uh, – and, and we've had the opposite end of that too. Um, so – but each – each situation, of course, is resolved by a clear estate plan outlining your wishes. And, um, and and I think you have to be practical about this. I think a lot of people think, oh, this isn't me. You know what? One of you is going to die first, usually. Now, you could die together, but one of you is going to die first. Uh, you got to be honest about this. And, and I think as people get older, they've seen it in friends or neighbors where a spouse passes away and they do get remarried. Um, you know, this is even happening in people in their 60s and, you know, and, and older, you know. And so uh, so think this through. This is something that uh, don't think it's, oh, it's just not me. No, it's not me. Yeah, no, yeah. it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And before we get to scene three, last point is for those of you single out there that have hung out, you know, hang with us through the show and uh, without children or a significant other, your situation can even be more complex. Yeah. Uh, because where's it going? I mean, there's state law that automatically distributes your wealth to a child or a spouse, but without that, it goes into what's called this law of consanguinity. It's a consanguinity chart that goes up to your parents and then over to aunts and uncles and then down to brothers and sisters and over here and over there. And constructively, is that where you wanted your wealth to go? So yeah. for some of you that are single, it's even more important that you think of, well, I didn't want my deadbeat dad to get half my wealth. And the one that I think is just classic for this, and we've talked about it on the show, it was maybe a couple of years ago, was the Jimi Hendrix story. Mm -hmm. um, Jimi Hendrix, of course, everybody knows, famous. Uh, mm -hmm. In fact, Matt, it's funny, uh, at my workshop that I just gave in Seattle uh, over the weekend, I gave it at the Renton uh, Technical College, at the auditorium there, mm -hmm. and across the street is a, is a cemetery, and there's this big homage to Jimi Hendrix. That's where he was buried. Whoa, so I mean, cool. is that crazy? Yeah. Uh, so, so Jimi Hendrix, if many of you didn't know, he uh, um, died of a young age, probably living the dream of a rock star. Yeah. Part of that, I, I'll just leave it at that. But he never knew his father's family. It was it, the, his father's side of the of the family. He his mom raised him, uh, loved her. It was kind of this vagabond gypsy lifestyle back then, and his mom passed away before he did. And uh, again, this hard living, you know, rock style family side, uh, uh, probably, you know, Woodstock contributed to that. But he died and there was no there was no heirs around on his mom's side. And a lawyer took his 
estate and held it for almost five to 10 years. And all of the records started to get more and more popular as Jimmy's fame grew after his death. And his dad stepped up and said, okay, I'll claim it all. And his dad, who is Jimmy, had never had hardly any relationship at all. All of his wealth ended up going to his dad when it was all over, who he was completely estranged from, who had nothing to do with his life. And I can't imagine, you know, that is looking down from heaven and seeing hell. I mean, for Jimi Hendrix, I'm sure that was so hard. But Very similar story, yeah. Yeah. There's so many, I mean, you know, we know it from celebrities because we can talk about them and they get reported in the news. You know, I mean, think uh, Bob Marley was pretty much a very similar story like that, you know, mm-hmm. died single, didn't have kids, end up, you know, kind of estranged parents and siblings end up fighting over everything. Um, uh, think of Heath Prince. Ledger. Yeah. Prince. I mean, and these are just the celebrities that we hear and they get reported. But for every one of those, there's thousands, if not tens of thousands you know, of people that have pretty much the exact same story. Um, we just, you know, it's not, it's not newsworthy though. Yeah. Yeah. So now that brings us to scene three. So in the video, we do this rewind, you know, kind of a Wayne's world, you know, and we go back in time and you get a chance to do it right. Now this whole video is only a minute and 30 seconds. I mean, we're rocking it. We want this thing to go viral. So we need your help. But anyway, we, we get, we get this, you know, this rewind scenario and you're able to do it right. And in this situation, you start with the kids and you're like, hey, I'm going to have incentives to go to college. I'm going to distribute money over time. I want to help them start a business. I might help them to buy their first home. And you can put all these bells and whistles in it instead of just throwing cash at them. And it's so simple and easy. Guys, 50% of Americans don't even have a will. And we, we do an estate planning special every year. This right now, it's during Memorial Day to Father's Day. We do a special. Our rates are already low, but we knock off another 20 25%, whatever, during this time period. So if you're listening to this podcast timely enough around Memorial Day, get on our website immediately. There's a link to get you know, even a further discount. But I mean, for anywhere from 1000 to 1500 bucks, if you're single, $800 as, as much as it is to get your estate plan wrapped up and put all these bells and whistles for your kids so they end up graduating from a good college and and do it right. But that's only part of it. Part yeah. of scene three, you got spouse, man. Yeah. Well, wait, that's only a part of scene three? Well, I, I guess spouse could be scene four because that's where she, this woman's kind of looking down from heaven and her spouse oh, is now playing, playing golf, mm-hmm. bingo, yeah. all those boring things yeah. that Hanging they would do. The, you know, the rec center with the other, you know, seniors and... Yeah, yeah. That's where you that's where you want to see your spouse, you know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) You know. (laughs) And uh well, I think I want to just hit some on the kids thing of what you were saying there, because um we want to be looking, you know, from heaven, looking down, you know, seeing and being happy and proud and having some satisfaction. For a lot of people, you know, we spend a lot of our time and effort saving money. And for many people, they don't get the they don't spend it for themselves. And they want to leave a legacy and they have a lot of pride in doing that. And I, and I really value and appreciate that myself. But, um, if you don't do it right, this can be a burden on people. And one thing I want to note too, which is in the video is don't hack it out online. Okay. This is something that you don't want to just try and do yourself. And now it's not that we're not expensive. Our office, there's even other lawyers that could be a good deal. Just spend a little bit of time. Spend a little bit of money. It's not going to cost you more than a thousand bucks. Get a lawyer to walk you through the main points. 
help you make some decisions. And we're going to have all these suggested terms on how to handle your kids, how to make sure that they don't just blow all the money and make sure that it can go to, you know, their college if they want to go to college or to help them start a business or, you know, that if they have a drug or alcohol addiction, they don't get any money from the estate. Uh, you know, it's going to put those restrictions in there so that, um, you know, the money is incentivizing them to do the things you want rather than letting them letting it corrupt them. Yeah, and you can have a carrot, you can have a stick, you can have both drafted into your plan because you can say if you're on drugs or have criminal issues or credit mm -hmm. issues, you're, the money's held at bay until your life's in order. So it's all these carrot and stick type strategies that are awesome. Okay, then we get to scene four, the spouse strategy, which I think is, okay, now here's the real deal. It is hard to do a prenup, people. That's really what this boils down to. If you're going to get remarried, and some of you listening to this have gone through a divorce or your spouse has passed away and you're a widower or widow, and you want to get remarried, the last thing you want to bring up is a prenup. It's awkward at best. And <laughs> so this type of strategy of having an estate plan supersedes it. Here's how. So you and your spouse together, blah, 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 all, all good. One spouse dies, then the trust becomes irrevocable. And this is a provision you can add. There's bells and whistles here. You can. This is what our lawyer will do is draft, draft it with you and craft it the way you want it. But one of these options is making the trust irrevocable so that when you die, your spouse has all access to the money, income, they can reinvest it, but they can't just uh, – another remarriage, another spouse in the mix – cannot access that money. It's locked down in a trust. So when you're out dating, you're like, oh, hey, I'm, you know, I, I'd love to get to know you. And by the way, yeah, my spouse died and I've got a trust that I'm living off of and everything's locked down and, and uh, it's just, I have no control over it. And so it's not you, it's the lawyers. It's not you, it's your spouse. And so all of a sudden you have options uh, to protect your assets without bringing up the word prenup. So it's really helpful to be able to avoid the prenup conversation by having this irrevocable nature to your trust. And then you know that your spouse can use the money and have the money, but not, it can't be absconded by someone else. So anyway, that's, yeah. And if you're, if you're a kid too, I mean, if you're thinking of your own parents and their estate plan, you want this in there too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You birth. want to know that your parents have decided you know, if you've got married parents and one passes away, that the surviving spouse ends up having the estate and the benefit of it during their lifetime, but that they can't, you know, um, end up giving your what was, you know, maybe your parents built together away to some some other new spouse or other family. So as a child, that's a good thing too. You want to see that in your hopefully in your in your parents' estate plan because then you're going to typically be listed after the surviving spouse passes away, and that's all locked down and irrevocable. Yeah, some of you listening to this show, you're like, all right, already I got my estate plan done. But, oh, my gosh, this is a reminder because my mom, my dad, uh, train wreck waiting to happen. <laughs> so you're like, sign, yeah. sign them up, Mark. Yeah. You know, get them done. And, and I will say this, too. Maybe that's not the route you want to go. Maybe you're like, you know what? I'll let my spouse take it however the heck they want. And, uh, and that's okay. That's okay, too. I mean, this is you and your money. I mean, but the – the safe route would be um, if you want to you know, have an ironclad plan is make it irrevocable on the passing of the first spouse. Yeah. And I'll say it's typical, obviously, the younger you are, the less often we make 
the trust irrevocable because you're young. It's expected you might get remarried. But once my clients are 50 or older and they've also built up some assets, they're like, yeah. eh, I don't know if I want that, you know, my surviving exactly. spouse to just have free reign. And so the older you get, this becomes more common. Um, but you know what I was thinking? See, we're presuming that everybody's up in heaven, which is pretty, you know, bold to say. Well, just our, just our listeners. Yeah, maybe our listeners are all in heaven <laughs> looking right. down. But, you know, maybe what is what is misery love? Misery loves company. And so for those of you that are, you know, let's get real. Some of you already know it. You're going to hell. Uh, I was talking to a friend the other day. Like, yeah, I'm going to hell. I'm, I'm just, you know, yeah. I've already resigned myself to that. So maybe you don't care. You're like, right. I want to be down in hell just enjoying every moment of this nightmare that I've created for my family. <laughs> and because you want you want misery loves company. That could be it. I don't know. I'm just I want to be careful so. here. I yeah. guess so. We can't presume that's what you want. But uh, <laughs> I mean, who are we to who are we to judge? That's right. Um, well, uh, one other thing I want to say with the estate plan is and I think this is one thing actually not in the video, but that it's a critical point is minor children. And Mark mentioned this earlier with the, the GoFundMe and, you know, the, the parents that had committed suicide is, um, you know, f you may have minor kids right now, you know, and, and you're not even thinking about, man, I don't even have that much of, this, of an estate. Maybe I got some life insurance that would be a big cash flow or, you know, influx for someone or surviving spouse or my kids. But if you got minor kids, there's another important decision you got to make. And that's who's going to be the guardian for them if you and their other parent, you know, if, presume that's their spouse passes away. And so making a guardianship declaration is part of your estate plan. And, you know, we've seen that, and this is something that could have been in the video too, but just, but just, you know, there's just only so much time you can put in of, and we've represented people where they have to go to court and there's siblings fighting over who's going to be guardian of that child. There's maybe a grandma or grandpa fighting over it. And, and then you get a family fight and a judge has got to decide who's the right person to take over this. Sometimes that person's incentivized because there is that life insurance money that that person gets to take over and essentially spend. Um, they're supposed to spend it on that kid, but you know, they get, they get kind of the checkbook, so to speak, so they can do whatever they want with it. And so there's some, there's some problems there. And then there's also the scenario of no one steps forward to, for the kid. No one knows. Did they want me to not? I don't know. And so uh, that should be an important part of your estate plan. If you have minor kids, that's a really important part of your estate plan is who's going to be the guardian of your children. I love it. Um, well, I, uh, I think, I hope that many of you were able to make it through this, the entirety of the show, important stuff. And there's a lot of opportunity to do some good planning. Uh, a couple other final thoughts. I'll just say this. A trust is, a trust is, 99% of the time, the way we draft it, the trust is revocable. You can change it. There's no annual fees. There's no extra tax return. Um, the trust is something you can modify on a regular basis. It was funny. I had a client that would get drunk every Christmas, New Year's, and change all the beneficiaries as trust and call everybody, you're out this year, you loser. And then on the next year, you're back in. You know, <laughs> so just, I just knew I, I when knew you got I was thousands of clients, we get one like that. I mean, what yeah, can you we do. say? I mean, I was good for a good trust amendment every year. You ready to go? Tell me who's in, who's out. I know we'll but, be changing uh, it next month back, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, but you can modify these things. You can have a lot of fun with it. You know, if you're, you know, I, I want, I had a client once that said, Mark, I want it to be a celebration. I had a great life. 
I hope I don't die tragically, but if so, even I want people to, I want my trustee to buy a cruise ship ticket for everybody. And I want him to go and just remember me and have a good time. And I want my uh, uh, cremation remains tossed off the back of the ship somewhere between Cayman Islands and Jamaica. And, and let's just do it, you know, and, and uh, he had a lot of fun with it. And so again, folks, just, just do something. Don't be the yeah. ones that, Oh, and I was going to say one last thing. Some of you may be finally going, Mark, I don't have any assets. I'll do this when I have assets. Hey, you got an IRA, you got a 401k, you got a life insurance policy. Those are assets. You may still be renting. You may still be living month to month and trying to build your business. But if you've got minor children, even a little bit of life insurance, do you want them running around at age 18 with a hundred grand? I mean, just a baby life insurance policy could kick out a hundred grand to an 18 year old. That would, that would have ruined my life. Seriously, I would not be where I'm at today, which is not to say much, but I wouldn't be here today if I would have had a hundred grand at age 18. And I'd be selling T-shirts down in Tijuana still running a – maybe in Costa Rica at a surf shop. I don't know. I'd be I'd be working somewhere warm, yeah. surfing. Now Mark's mind's wandering. Well, maybe Sorry. that wouldn't be so bad. Are we still yeah, – yeah, never mind. Are we still recording? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Mike's still right. on, Sorry. Mark. The mic's still on. <laughs> um, well, I just on my final thought is um, – getting your state plan done is kind of one of those things that you just spend a little bit of time. It's done. You check the box. It's over. You don't, it's not something you got to stress about every year unless you want to change something. Um, and it's also one of those things I think some people get stuck on and they're like, well, I don't know who I want to be the trustee or to be the guardian of my kids. And so they just don't say anything. And so they may have thought of a couple people and they couldn't narrow it down to one, or maybe your, you and your spouse are fighting over that decision. So they just don't do anything. Well, now you've really left it to chance. So now you're, you know, now you're definitely not getting what you want. So um, just make a decision, you know, try to come to a compromise. If you're, you know, struggling with the issue with a spouse or somebody, get it done. Remember, it's always revocable. Um, and so that that's my uh, my last plea to all of you to try if you don't have your estate plan done. And remember, we got the special going on from Memorial Day to Father's Day, depending on when you're listening to this. Save a couple hundred bucks. I mean, just even a full-blown estate plan for a married couple with the will, the trust, all the powers of attorney, the living will, advanced health care directive, 999 bucks. It's under $1,000. A lawyer does a consult with you during the process. We have our trained estate plan and paralegals handling the docs. So uh, we're just, you know, we just offer that to try and help people get it done uh, once a year during this uh, Memorial Day special. I love it. Well, I'm going to take us out. I want to tell all of you, thank you for listening to another episode of the Refresher Wealth Show. We'll be here every week trying to come up with awesome topics for you. If any of you have a topic uh, that you'd like us to cover, send us an email. We're always looking for good stuff and we appreciate those five-star reviews. Take a picture of your five-star review on either iTunes or Stitcher and might send you something. We appreciate you. Love you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to another hour of refreshing strategies to better live your American dream. Don't forget to get your free copy of Mark and Matt's ebooks and sign up for their weekly free newsletter with important tax deadlines and articles at refreshyourwealth.com. Mm-hmm.